0: A lot talk
1: radio. What's going on, folks? What's going on? We're back at it. We're back again. It's your boy, Long Beach Joe. We are here to talk about the draft that we have coming up. We're doing the final draft predictions today. I want to hear what you folks. Uh, think about the Jets draft. Who do you think they're going to take? So, you know, this is going to be a fired-up show, and I can't wait to get into it. Listen, I am the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. I'm fired up, folks. I'm fired up. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? we got a lot going on. we got a lot to talk about today. Um, You can also check out my show as well on iTunes. It's The Long Beach Joe Show, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Please give your boy, you know, subscribe to my podcast on there. Please, you know, go ahead and give me a rating. Give me a five-star rating. Leave some comments. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what you folks think, you know? Go ahead and drop that. You can also check me out as well. For those of you that don't know, I also live stream during Uh, You know my my live radio show you can check out the live stream and the show on Long Beach Joe Jets That's the YouTube channel. I'm also on blog talk radio as well Long Beach Joe Jets, you know, I'm saying so go ahead and do that man check out all those things subscribe as well to my content on Long Beach Joe Jets go ahead and do that. You know I'm saying so Now it's time to get into it Today we're doing our prediction show. We're gonna talk about a lot a lot a lot a lot folks, but I want to start right at the top at the beginning, all right? I look at this situation with the New York Jets, and I'm saying to myself, um, we all know that they're going to take a quarterback at two. We all know that I, – I think uh, we all understand kind of the gravity of whoever it is they take, whether it be Wilson, whether it be, you know, Justin Fields, whoever. Even some people are screaming Trey Lance, whoever it is they take. We all understand the gravity um, of making sure that we get the guy right making sure that we get the, the right talent in here. But I think what we also need to focus on as well is the other things that can, that help make quarterbacks good, right? And for me, it starts not only just with getting the right guy, but getting the right talent to surround him with. If you look at the situation, you know, that the New York Jets have put past quarterbacks into, um, you look at guys, Sam Darnold is a great example, issues along the roster, It made it really hard to evaluate who he was as a quarterback. Uh, You know, Eventually, yes, we did move on from him. But let me tell you something. You look at the situation there, there was all types of issues, issues along the offensive line. He was never protected properly. Problems with our wide receiver core, was there ever enough talent? There were so many questions left on the table, and he never turned into exactly what we needed him to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you look at the past as well, some people say, hey, we did that to Mark Sanchez as well especially in the later years after, you know, uh, those, first, those first couple years with the AFC championship. A lot of people say, hey, the roster tanked after that too, and Mark never really became anything. To make sure that your quarterback flourishes, if you look around the NFL, you look at guys like Josh Allen, you look at guys like Lamar Jackson, you know, you look at guys like Kyle Murray as well out there in Arizona, those teams have surrounded them with guys that can make plays. Those teams have also done what it took to protect them. Josh Allen, again, is a great example. Bills went all in in the draft. They got them the offensive linemen. They went out there and got him a number one weapon in digs. They've done things to turn it around, and he was the biggest boomer buzz prospect in the entire draft at one point. A lot of people were wondering, is this guy ever you know going to be anything? Why There were people like, scared to take him in the first. But the Bills took him and they built around him. Another thing that we also need to make sure that we do as well is get the proper coaching in here. We need to do that. We've seen that fail in the past as well, quarterbacks that we've had in the past. You know, you look at, again, what the Bills have done with Josh Allen. they turned him around. They got him the right pieces in place. DeBowell is out there, you know what I'm saying? That's his offensive coordinator. And Brian Dable is out there making sure that things got done correctly. And guess what? He's flourished. He went from a guy that we were all calling a glorified running back to an MVP candidate, had a big season last season. If you would have told me the year before this year that Josh Allen would be an MVP candidate, I would have laughed you out the building. The entire damn Jets fan base would have laughed you out the building, man. Let's be serious. But guess what? They kept going. They kept coaching with him. They made sure he got the right guys to help fix his mechanics. And then guess what? This year he turns it around. Now he's playing big. We've got to do the same with whatever guy that we bring in here. But another element as well especially when you play with the New York Jets, is the environment because the pressure here is insane. You have to make sure that the environment is right for a quarterback to flourish here too. The coaching staff, whoever it is, are, you know what I'm saying, are, are anything that you have, anything that you need to surround a young quarterback with, the team, the staff, everybody needs to be all in, and they need to make sure that this kid understands that, yes, there's going to be pressure coming here, but we got your back. That's what you have to do. You have to do that. You know, because, again, playing in New York, the expectations are out the window. They want you to do everything. They want you to be Aaron Rodgers out the gate. You have to make sure that you have the right coaches, the right people, the right environment in that that QB's ear to let him know, yo, the franchise got your back, dog. Don't worry about it. Just go out there and play your game. Do what we do every single week. Go out there and play how we practice. Go out there and play hard. Go out there and do whatever it takes. Put it on the line to keep the chains moving. We've got to do that. So we're gonna be talking about that tonight as well. Again, five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're also gonna talk about a lot of people that think we should take a running back in the first round. This this thing really got spun up. <laughs> it really got spun up. And I and I love hearing, you know, the the takes from every Jets fan. I love it all. I love it all. You know, I love going back and forth to my Jets fan, but there's a lot of people that are saying, Hey, listen. If Najee Harris or Travis Etienne is sitting there at 23, we need to take him, point blank, period. And I respect those people, but it's tough. It's tough for me to say that we need a running back or we should take a running back at 23 or even at 34 in the second round. It's tough for me to say that as well because guess what? This team needs a lot. There's a lot of holes on this roster. There's a lot of issues up front. And let me tell you something. A running back is nothing without an offensive line if we have issues there Big issues, and we saw that all year last year. We had we have big time issues, big time holes on all that line, and things that we need to fill. So I just I cannot see us taking a running back that high, again. And also you can look at the situation too, with our scheme. It's a it's a running back by committee type of system. You really don't need that 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 you know that stallion back. You don't. You can go in with the Shanahan system that's being brought here and really have success. With a, you know, I'm saying a multi-back system. You can also see as well here that if we don't make sure, you know, that 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 we make sure that holes are going to be opened up, we're going to have issues. We had issues, you know. Remember, when we brought in Le'Veon Bell, couldn't go anywhere. The offensive line couldn't open open up holes, and there was nothing to be seen. We've got to make sure that we address the needs on this football team. And outside of offensive line, you can look at the cornerback position. There's needs there. Pass rusher, there's needs there. Linebacker, there's needs there. There's so many other needs. It's just tough for me to say that we should take a running back in the first or early in the second round. But we're going to talk about that as well. We also re-signed Daniel Brown, uh, you know, a tight end, so we brought him back. I want to hear y'all folks' thoughts about that. We also opted out as well of the in-person voluntary workouts. I want to hear people's, you know, feelings about this. So we're going to talk about this. I'm telling you, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. People, again, 515-602-9639, 515 If you're watching me, no matter where you're watching me from, please give my show a thumbs up, you know what I'm saying, or give me some hearts or wherever you're seeing me at, you know what I'm saying, and also share my show as well. Retweet it if you're seeing me on, uh, you know, any of your social media. You know, share my, share my show along your social media um, you know share it wherever you're seeing it at, you know, I really truly appreciate it if this is your first time watching me Please subscribe subscribe and turn on that notification button, you know, what I'm saying well, we got a lot to talk about So we're gonna go ahead and get to the line where anyway. We're gonna go ahead and get to these lines because we got quite a bit of people that want to talk again 515 Again 515 is the number. Please call in the lines are open So we're gonna get to my guy man. I think this is my dude Angelo I think angelo's calling in. Man, Angelo, my man, how you doing? First caller. All right,
2: I'm telling man, you, I I'm, I'm, I'm I'm tell people. I right.
1: <laughs> tell people they get
2: in. I was 90 ready, 90 man. 90 I got 90. my tea.
3: I got your notifications <laughs> on for YouTube now, so I got it. I'm, I'm smart now, so every time you go live, boom, I get the notification, man, and I get on. First, dude, I want to uh, appreciate you know, everything you're doing, man. You are.
1: Give them a hand, turn on those notifications, boom, you see me. You know what I'm saying? Salute to you, Angelo. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, so and uh, I actually called
3: last week, and uh, I don't know if you remember, but my, my call got disconnected. I was actually at work, <laughs> and I got yeah. called in. So I'm glad I got you now. So I'm glad to continue the conversation. And usually you start with the question. Uh, so go ahead. You got yeah. a question for me?
1: Yeah. So right now, you know, of course, we're talking the, you know, final predictions for the draft. We got it. It's coming up a couple days away. I believe like nine days away. So let's start at the top. Who's the quarterback that you're taking? Who do you think is going to be able to come here and be the face of the New York Jets franchise for the next 10 years? So
3: I think it's a decision between my head and my gut. I think my gut is telling me to take Zach Wilson, right, because he's the pick. He's got a lot of potential. Um, you know, there's a lot of talent there. I think my head is telling me to take Justin Fields because I feel like he's the more complete man. Um, you know, he's been rated a number one overall quarterback for his whole life pretty much, and Zach Wilson kind of had to start from the bottom and move up. And what I was thinking about today is when Zach Wilson, you know, he had some recruit. I think he wanted to go to Utah. Then he was recruited at Boise State. And then BYU's offense coordinator, I think it was Ty Detmer. He did not reach out to Zach Wilson at all. And I think when he got fired, the new guy that came in wanted Zach Wilson, brought him to BYU, you know, was going into his freshman year doing pretty well, but obviously we know about the injuries. And then um, he, he still played with the injuries in his sophomore year. I think he broke his thumb, you know, the torn labrum. Now, Um, junior year, we all saw last year was great, but remember, there was five, he was supposed to be playing five opponents from power conferences, and they all got canceled for COVID, so he had a cakewalk schedule last year, so I'm worried about Zach Wilson now going to the NFL, kind of like his freshman year in college going in, probably, you know, probably going to get nicked up a little bit, probably going to get hit a couple times, we're just going to see, I think Justin Fields is better prepared for those, for those type of hits, than Zach Wilson.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. So
3: it, it so I think I think Joe Douglas knows that if we're drafting Zach Wilson, boom, the, the second pick has got to be an offensive line. The third pick has got to be okay. an offensive line because we did we did not. That just has to be. It. I think if you get Zach Wilson, you got to build a lot. You got to build a wall in front of him. And that's the mm-hmm. only way he's going to succeed with the Jets. So I, are you talking about the running backs? You know, I could see Joe Douglas. Whoa, 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 cute wait, if, wait, wait, if a if a second, he...
1: wait a second. Wait a second. Wait oh, a second. second before, we, Yeah, we got time. I want to hear. I want to hear your takes on this, Angelo. And look, I hear you. So you're looking at. You, you're thinking we're taking Zach Wilson. That's your prediction. And I, and I respect that. I think you'd have to build a wall either way. I understand why you're saying maybe Justin Fields would. You know, we we. You know, we would still have to build the line, but we wouldn't be an immediate need. I know people that think, you know, he's mobile, he can move out of hits and things, but you definitely don't want your quarterback having to scramble and get out of there immediately, right? So, of course, we're going to take a, a quarterback at number two. You got Zach Wilson, but another element to this, I think, is, and I want to ask you this question, you know, you're a guy that wants to take Zach. You look at the situation. Do you believe that Zach will be able to thrive under the pressure, the pressure that's coming, you know what I'm saying, when you play in New York? Do you think that – so? He'll be able to thrive yeah. in that because, you know, Angel. you know just the same way as me. Jets fans expect you to be Aaron Rodgers. The media's on top of you. Do you think that he'll be able to survive that and be able to really be successful here under those conditions?
3: You know, he seems like a humble kid. I mean, he's always got a smile on his face. I just kind of feel like I think his first two years might be a little rough. You know, like I said, I think if you're drafting Zach Wilson – uh, like I said I think it's it's not going to be a, a, an immediate success. I think he's someone that we're going to look at. He's like he did in college. He had a rough first two years. Um I think he's going to come to NFL and kind of continue that trend, having a rough couple years and then maybe in the third year you might see a, a big increase, kind of like what Josh Allen did. And I think um mm-hmm. and like I said the pressure is on the whole organization, man. I mean, you got a new head coach, new OC, D, DC, um, Joe Douglas is still pretty new in there, so this is kind of a collective pressure that the whole organization is carrying right now. Because, man, we we are at a crossroads this year. We are either turning left or we are turning right, and, and that's kind of and this is going to define Joe Joe Douglas's career. And you know, yeah. as far as the pressure, man, coming from BYU, now playing in New York City in the New York Jets, I, I wouldn't handle that pressure. I mean, that would be very tough for me. But we'll we'll see how the covid situation turns out because if those stadiums aren't packed that might be a little easier for him to get adjusted to the nfl where all of a sudden you're not thrown out to the first game of the year and it's a packed stadium and this and that you know so that might also help where there, where the capacity of the uh the stadiums are going to be drastically reduced so that's another mm. thing to consider as well i think that will also help with the pressure you don't have all these screaming fans but but like i said i think um You've got to get a veteran in there, and you've got to have someone that's going to calm him down. So, I mean, right now you got got uh, – we know our backup quarterback situation. we got White Morgan. Okay, those guys don't have any advice for Zach. I mean, maybe a little bit of advice for Zach Ooh. Wilson, but you know what I'm saying? You, don't, you, you need a guy in there like a Josh McCown did for Darnold. You know, hey, like I'm sure Darnold had a little bit of help, but did that really help Darnold succeed? I don't know. So, to be honest with you, I think the pressure is going to be a problem. And I think it's gonna be almost a slow hopefully like a a slow progression that it slowly gets better. Because I think like I said, if he struggles, we know look at Peyton Manning, his rookie year. I think they went three and thirteen. Like we know rookie quarterbacks are gonna come out and they've had bad seasons. We know Josh Allen was an immediate all star. So I feel like as us fans hey, we're going to take our time with that. He's like a stock. You know, we are invested in you. You don't need to give us the games, the first game of the year or the first season, but we want to see a slow increase in our return, right? That way at the end of 15 years, 20 years, we have him all the way at the top. So I think if, if that's the way it's going to go, he, that's what you need to see, the bigger picture, okay? It's not about just this one game. It's about your career now. We need a career-changing quarterback finally.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look, I, I'm right there with you. And I hear you, you're spitting fire right now. And, and like you said, as well, you look at the situation, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him uh, coming here. And again, and I think, honestly, I think the pressure is going to be ratcheted up a little bit as well, because we just parted from Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, so that pressure is going to be there because he's going to be the savior to come in here and save us. You know, a lot of people believe that Sam Darnold was going to be the guy and you know, regardless of what Jets fans think or how it happened, we're moving on from him, and now we're bringing another guy in here. So he's going to come in be the savior. He's supposed to come in here, be the face of the franchise, and this is Joe Douglas's decision here. This is first decision of the quarterback. This is his guy. This is his stamp right there, on, you know, on the franchise, point blank period. So there's going to be a lot of pressure there, and whoever we take, whether we take Wilson or Fields, I know, you're, again, you're a, you're a Wilson guy. He's got to come in here and really be ready for everything that we have. So now I want to move to pick twenty three with you, man, because there's a lot of discussion surrounding this pick, dude. A lot. Are you a fan that wants to see the New York Jets take Travis Etienne at twenty three? Okay, so here's another thing. One more thing
3: about the pressure that's going to lead into this this uh, answer for you. So mm-hmm. we Jet fans know we did not get any off, or we got little offensive line help this free agency when we thought we were going to go get Tooney. So I think if we know Mm -hmm. we would have brought in Tooney and brought in Lindsley and brought in these you know high-priced offensive linemen that can help Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, I think then there would be more pressure on Zach Wilson. But I think because we know we haven't really completed our offensive line yet, we know there is a high chance that uh, there is going to be two rookies playing on our offensive line next year possibly, or maybe at some point during the year. So that's another pressure thing because it's like, okay, well, I'm not coming in with a Pro Bowl center and a Pro Bowl guard that's, you know, going to be helping me in practice because those guys in the offensive line, those they, those guys help the quarterback. So now with Travis Etienne at, like, 23, I, like I said, very attractive pick. I mean, he's probably going to be great, and he's probably going to be great for some team. I just don't think we are set up for that right now and okay. uh okay and i know the last show you, you talked about trading down and i think that's probably where if it comes down to where, where travis and nadja harris are still there and i don't know if both of them will they might both still be there i could see a team mm-hmm. like you know pittsburgh or someone or someone trading up a couple spots to get that now if joe douglas wants more assets if he feels like hey, you know, should I take this running back here? Maybe we're not ready, but, hey, we can get these other assets in return moving down a couple spots and still getting a Creed Humphrey, who's kind of a late first-round pick. And some people have us taking him with the early second-round pick because I really like him. But I don't know if you, I don't know the value of pick 23 with these offensive linemen. I don't know if Creed is good. I mean, yeah, but we'll take him at 23 if he's there. But if you think you can trade back a couple spots, And uh, I think that's it because um, what I'm noticing in this mock draft is certain position players are falling. There's a lot of good position players at the top. Yeah. So every now and then you'll see Greg Newsom fall, right? You know, Greg Newsom I like a lot, but a lot of times he's been taken high now. Sometimes you see Quiddy Pay fall. Sometimes you see Elijah Barrett Tucker fall. So I feel like – with these groups of uh, position players, there's always going to be about one or two that is falling, that it's going to be like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. this guy fell. It's a linebacker. I thought it's all the line like Micah Parsons sometimes falls and the guy from Notre Dame. So it's like I feel like hopefully for us, that person to fall is the the need that we need at the position, like the offensive line. So in the best case, if Elijah Barrett Tucker falls, that's it. But now, if a Najee Harris falls, if a Greg Newsom falls, if a Quiddy Pay falls, I think we got to make the determination: should we take this guy, even though we don't know if he's a big need, or could we trade down a couple spots for a team that will give up a lot to do that?
1: that that's so, a great well, take. I, I, and I, pers- I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's Go a ahead. great take. And, and like you said as well, for me, um, I look at the situation, and if, if you know, if. For whatever reason, Vera Tucker is not there. Again, you, like you said, guys are falling. I've seen Tevin Jenkins, another guy that I thought was going to yeah. go, you know, pretty high maybe in the teens. I've heard people talk about him being a target for the Jets at 23 where he can fall. So there's a lot to be, you know, out there. But, again, I think that we definitely need to address the offensive line at that pick. And I think, like you said, if Vera Tucker there, of course, I'm going to take him. He's a guy that I've talked about constantly. But if Tevin Jenkins is there as well, I'll take him too. Um, for me, look, I love Najee. I think he's amazing. I know the Najee Harris fan base been on me. You know, he would be like, Joe, come on. You've seen the gloves. You've seen the Alabama. You've seen him jump over guys. What's wrong with you? Look, I get it. Okay. Y'all ain't got to keep coming after me. You throw tomatoes at me. Oh! All right. Slow down. Slow down. You know what I mean? No need to boo me. I'm trying to show everybody respect here. Look, I like him, but Taking a running back at 23 when we have so many other holes is just it, – it's just not feasible for us, and I don't believe it. So, you know, like you said as well, uh, you would look to take a Vera Tucker or a trade down. So my next question for you is you look at this second round, and uh, you know, I know you said, "Hey, you would like to see if Creed Humphrey is there in the second, But would you be interested in taking a corner in the second round at all? Is that something that you would that would interest you there? If we do take, you know, of course we're taking quarterback at, at the second pick. We're taking offensive line, you know, at, at twenty three. Are you taking a quarter a cornerback at thirty uh, four?
3: So I think the good thing with your with your Najee Harris and your uh, Travis Etienne takes is that maybe we're not set up for a running back this year, but that's something we mm-hmm. can use our second first round pick next year. Cause like I said, we got Tevin Coleman, Lamichael P Ryan. And, um, I forget the other guy's name that kind of had a breakout last year. So we, I think we got a pretty good running back room right now. Yes. I liked him. See, I mean, he was good last year and you saw what he did with the minimal offensive line. And then we all know, uh, Pat Aflin started playing well and Chant was playing pretty well. And, uh, I think that, um, like I said, I think he can probably wait on a running back for next year. So now cornerback corner is a guy that we need. But, again, it all depends on who is there. So, again, Greg Newsom is the number one guy, I think, for me, right? And um, there's a couple other guys that uh, you got to see under the radar, like a Paulson Adebo and Aaron Robinson. But uh, I think those are more third round guys. So I, th- I think Joe Douglas is going with the need, man. If you can, be- if you can get uh, maybe Elijah Vera Tucker in that first pick, if he falls like the number one offensive guard, pretty much um, you could see about what the- one of the tackles that are there. You know, I don't know. I, I think we got a double dip, man. I think we got to go back to the Nick Mangold, the Brikeshaw Ferguson days. Because remember, the last time we yeah. did that, how long were we good? How long we were good oh, for years, yeah. man.
4: Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, um, Yeah. That, look, I, I
1: I'm right I'm, I'm, I, yeah I'm right I'm right there with you. I've looked at this situation time and time again and I've said, Hey, the Jets need to double dip, man. I, I I have no issues being straight up, okay, we're taking a quarterback at two, you know, twenty three offensive linemen, thirty four offensive linemen and then, you know, maybe in the third we address corner, pass rush or something like that. Um, hell, I'm even interested in, uh, you know, I'm going to ask people as we continue to go down, I'm interested in maybe the Jets use a third rounder to trade back up into the second round and maybe grab a guy if he's sliding or falling or be able to snag another talent in the second round. So that's something that we can do too. But, uh, you know, so those, those, those things are there. Those options are there for us. So my final question for you before I let you go, salute to you. And, again, thank you for calling in, Angelo, is you look at this situation here. This draft is extremely important. How many players do you think have to be starters that Joe Douglas gets out of this draft? How many of these draft picks have to come in and start oh. immediately for this to be a successful draft for Joe Douglas? Good
3: question. What a great question, man. What a way to finish it. Good for you, man. I would say you got to remember – we 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 might draft a kicker right so i would assume a kicker in the late maybe the, whatever that he he's going to he's going to count right so we're kind of inflated now okay. I, I think i've seen some mock drafts where we get a kicker so if you get a kicker in the 6th round he's going to start obviously okay. um okay so um man you got to think the first two round the the first round pick the second round pick
4: uh-huh. man
3: that's a good question man i i would say at least uh-huh. the top 3 picks and then you're going to go with the okay. third-round pick, hopefully one of the third-round picks. Okay. Um, but you know what? I, it, it depends because, you know, I think a perfect situation, like you were saying, that, that Tevin Jenkins mm. is available at 23 because yeah. he's a beast, and I think he can play guard. And then you get okay. a Creed Humphrey at 34. So you got your kind of your guard tackle at uh, 23 who can probably move over when Fant's gone. You got your long-term center in Creed Humphrey, um, then mm-hmm. you go in the third round and then you get maybe, uh, you know, Paulson, a Debo or some, some, uh, cornerback that we really like. Cause you can still get a good value in the third round. So that's the thing. Yep. I think bless Austin and, uh, Bryce Hall are going to be the starters. So I think if you're drafting a corner in the third round, he might, it depends on what Brian, what is Brian pool waiting for? What, what are we doing? Like, let's get the guy That's to it's.
1: You know, honestly, I don't know. I don't think we're bringing him back. I think we're going to try to go into this draft and fill that spot. But that's why when I talk about this cornerback situation, a lot of people are not – they're just thinking about Bless Austin and and Hall, but we need to fill out – we got other holes there, man. We need to make sure that we can get some young guys in here that's going to secure the slot and even figure out, you know, if Bless Hall or Austin should be number one or two. Bless Austin is not that good. I would not like to see him come back as our number one corner. So, yeah, we, we got to address it, but, you know, we got
4: so many, Richard
3: Sherman, Richard Sherman is going to wait, but I don't think we're bringing him in. I don't, you know what, to be honest, he's, he, he doesn't want to come here and be a babysitter. Like, you know, he wants to go to a team like Pittsburgh and Buffalo and hopefully, you know, make a deep run in the playoffs. He's not going to come here just because he likes Salah and like, Oh yeah, I'm not, yeah. you know, there's really no there's no point in bringing him in. I mean, it'd be a great, I mean, I would like it, don't get me wrong, it's good for us. I think it'd be great but for mm-hmm. Richard Sherman, he's like, nah, "Nah, I don't care how much you pay me." And it's just <laughs> and So you're right. I think in the in the third yeah. round, you got to think if we if we don't bring back pool, you're probably going to draft someone that's going to be replacing uh pool or anybody in the the bat, the um the corners or the safeties. And um, like yeah. I said, I don't know about um, I don't know if we're gonna go with Alex. Yeah, our whole offensive line situation, man. We just I uh, hopefully our, our, we draft two off, you know, two starters there. We get a starter at corner, a starter at kicker, and then maybe a linebacker can play. And I don't yeah. know, man. It's yeah, the, gonna the, be a, a long yeah. season.
1: Yeah, it is. There's gonna be some issues. But listen, Angelo, I wanna thank you for calling in, my man. It was great to speak with you. Next time I have a show, I wanna hear from you, man. You had one heck of a call. You had one heck of a call. Give him a Thanks, hand, man. Give him a hand. Yeah. Oh. I respect it. I respect Bring it, Angelo. Again, man, thank you for calling <laughs> All right. You said yourself a yeah. good night, my man. <laughs>
3: See you, man. Good, good
1: for you, too. <laughs> Listen, Angela was hot, man. He came in hot tonight. He really brought takes. We're talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know
4: what
1: I'm saying? We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are open. They are open. I want to hear your takes. Next, we're going to 845. 845, we're coming directly to you. Salutes. Uh, thank you for calling in, my friend. Give me your final prediction on this Jets pick at number two. Who are you taking? What is the corner? What is the quarterback? Excuse me. That you are taking at the top of this draft at number two.
5: Hey Joe, what's up? It's Judy. Um I, I honestly think at number two we're taking Zach Wilson. Um, okay. I, I think it's a done deal. Um, but as for the twenty-third pick, I have no idea. It could go a lot of different ways. But mm-hmm. I do think that we're gonna get a, a solid, either a solid starter, um, and two two well two solid starter. Obviously, we got Zach Wilson. Um, he'll be starting at quarterback, and then we'll have a solid either a cornerback, an edge, or an offensive lineman at twenty three. I think that uh, somebody has to fall, whether it be Newsom, Caleb Farley, uh, or you know you have Quitty Pays and the. Uh, uh, Greg, Greg, and Elijah Veracucca, you know, if you're going offensive line. There's going to be a lot of options, and that's what's going to be so interesting to see what the Jets do on uh, draft night. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where we can okay. actually.
1: Yeah, so, again, I want to thank you for calling in. So, you're a guy that sold on Zach Wilson. I just want to start there with you. You're sold on Zach Wilson at number two. Are, you, what, what are your, Would it shock you if the New York Jets took Justin Fields at
5: two? Uh, it would shock me. I wouldn't be mad if they did. I would, but definitely at this point, uh, it just seems like it 's a done deal from everything i 've been hearing of, uh, and I could be completely wrong, obviously, you never know sometimes you know things leak and um and they leak it off of like this to to get to throw them off on the draft so if that if that 's the case with Zach Wilson, I would be utterly shocked because it seems like his his family is already uh sold on it they're they 're liking you know jeff 's posts and everything, so it seems like they they know they 're going to New york but um at this point um yeah, if they got Justin Fields instead, I'm not mad at it. I think Justin Fields is going to be a star in the league as well. So I think when it comes to the Jets and their position, we're in a great place to turn things around with all the picks we have. We have, um, you know, some, some, some great quarterbacks coming out this year. If we choose to go with Justin Fields, that's fine. Or Zach Wilson, uh, potentially be either one of those guys could could be better than Trevor Lawrence. If people act like Trevor Lawrence is God, I don't think that's uh, uh, necessarily a <laughs> necessarily uh but um yeah see how it I love out, you. you
4: know
1: he came Jacksonville. you know you yeah, know you know listen people people been dumping on trevor and, and i didn't say it for all the lawrence clan that's out there y'all want to come after me look i don't i didn't say that i think trevor's a solid quarterback okay i've always respected yeah. him but i'll tell you what everybody that's been calling in has been dumping on trevor here like, we check, go you
4: know,
1: that man has been talking down. about how he's overrated, he's, you know, he's not as good as, as we thought he was, so on and so forth. I, I, you know, there's been a lot of people calling <laughs> in, bringing the fire to Trevor Lawrence, especially since those comments. I've been hearing, oh, we think, he's a, we think he's a quitter, so on and so forth. I'm just saying, that's just what I've been
4: hearing from a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going
1: to say that. I'm going go that
5: far with Trevor Lawrence because, honestly, he's a great competitor. Um I'm not going to take the comments he made to, to, to the heart because, I mean, honestly, the same people who are okay. kind of, you know, going on him now or what the people calling him, like, hey, thank for Trevor before. So I can't – I'm not one of those hypocritical fans. But I, but as far as him being better than Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, it should be said because mm-hmm. I think people have coordinated him already as if he's going to win a Super Bowl, and there's nothing that we know. We, we don't know that. You know, I think he's great. I think he'll be great. But um, I don't know, if, you know, if he's going to be better than these two guys. We, we, we'll We'll find out. You know, it depends on obviously where they go. Um, the system matters, but I think that what, what the Jets have an opportunity to is completely revamp the culture, revamp the system that we have, and com- completely revamp the culture and form an identity with the, with the, you know, with the with the team. Like for instance, if we go at 23 and get an edge rusher, let's say, if they, if, let's say Quiddy PayPal, I know it's gonna it's unlikely, but we would have one of the best defensive lines in the entire NFL. And and uh, and okay. San Francisco was legitimately winning games with their defensive line. So with uh, Robert Sala, you know, uh, in the defensive scheme they're, they're running now, I believe if they go with edge within a, with the twenty-third pick or the next pick in the second round to solidify the other side, you know, we're gonna win some games this year just off of the defensive line. I'm telling you. So there's a lot of ways that we can uh, take some big leaps from second from winning two games last year. I think that we can uh, increase that to, like, I don't know, maybe uh 8, eight, eight and 9, I guess. Or, or And I'll be happy with that, honestly, if uh, Zach Wilson comes in or Justin Phil comes in and gets us to 8 and 9 with the piece they put around him. But, unfortunately, but, you know, we didn't put around him. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, but here, here's my deal. And I, and I just heard you talk about, you know, the Jets possibly taking an edge rusher there. And I understand that take there because a lot of people aren't talking about that either. But my issue with that is if you're taking an edge rusher at 23, doesn't that just open you up to get your offensive line destroyed next year? Because we had big-time issues with interior pressure, and I don't see how Zach Wilson coming in here and running for his life is going to get us to where, you know, that eight and or that nine and eight or, you know, getting us wow. nine wins or, or seven wins or something like that if he's running for his yeah. life. And so that's what I'm wondering is, like, can the Jets no, you, even you afford, to afford to take anything but an offensive lineman at 23? <laughs>
5: You make a fair point, and coming into this, I know we talked about it in the I'm past. <laughs> I wanted, I, you know, I, I, we talked about it in the past. I wanted Joe Douglas to come in here and get the best offensive <laughs> uh, line group in the NFL. So I completely am with yeah. you if, t- if we take an offensive of lineman with the twenty-third pick, or even if we get yeah. one in the second round. But I do, I've heard that this is a deep offensive line draft, for, um, so I do wouldn't be too against getting a stud edge. And then getting an uh, offensive lineman in the early uh, second round, um, and like, like a guard or a center. Now, granted, I do think the wise decision is going your route and getting that offensive tackle on the offensive uh, lineman, or whether it be guard or center, uh, or maybe it's mm-hmm. Kevin Jenkins. You can switch him to guard. I don't know; if he's a tackle. Um, and if he if he drops, or if, depending on whoever drops. If there's a solid one there that you know is gonna just sure up that line, yeah, we take them. You know, we take them for sure because honestly, uh, we give Zach Wilson what we didn't give Sam and give him a real opportunity to show what he got in the pocket. You know, uh, but if they, uh, but I think that's the edge position. If we do that and and we get known as an identity team or on defensive a defensive team that hey, when you come to New York. You're gonna to have to deal with that line, and you and, and if we get known for off, offensive line, I'm not gonna be mad about it. You know, I know we got to protect our quarterback, and I think that we'll go guard or center in the in the second round as well because it's a big deep uh, offensive line draft. But if we get a mm-hmm. stud edge and if he falls, I, I can't like I, I something in me is like if quitty Pay falls, we gotta take him because he's that good of a talent, and I think that he would completely. You know our defense will will, will, will it will help the bat, it will have our help our secondary, and our um, and and the front, the, the obviously the front, the front line will be monstrous, uh, at that point. Okay. And then we can go yes. you know offensive of line in the subsequent rounds. But I'm not going to be mad either way. Even if we get cornerback in the in the, 20, or the in the first round, a cornerback even will like okay. Greg Newsome or uh, Asante Samuel Jr. But, you know possibly coming to the team.
1: But what is your prediction? Who's the guy that you think is going to be there? The Jets are going to take. Guy that you want. Who's your your final prediction for twenty three? Who's yeah, the guy? Right. Come on, oh, come on, G. I'm not going to let you slide out shoot. of this, bro.
4: Come on, bro. Uh,
1: I don't even think that I can do that right
5: now because it's so because oh, with, with the number, the number, with the number two pick.
1: The number two pick. Y'all hear exactly. that car wreck? Y'all hear that car wreck? Y'all hear this man? just, just. just he just hit a rail. Did you just hear this? You hear a car wreck. You hear the car wreck.
4: You hear a right, car Wilson. wreck. He's trying to Wilson slide out position. of
1: here. So, we'll say it again.
5: Zach Wilson is my pick. Number two pick.
1: Okay, and 23, give us a five. What is that? 23, <laughs> say it. Who is it? All
5: right, 23. If he's there, Elijah Veritaker.
1: All right. How, see, how hard was that? was that? Was that that hard? You know what I'm saying? Was it that hard, really? Give him a yeah, hand. Yes, yes. Yes, Jake. He was a hand. He did
4: everything to players. dance around that. Yeah, he did everything I mean, to dance around that. a lot of great
5: players that you can get there at 23, so, like, right.
1: I mean, yeah. it's hard too. keep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I respect that. There's a lot of good players. Come on. We need – you know what time it is. Give us that prediction, G. But listen, my final question for you is, you talked about the second round. You talked about guys, you know, possibly being taken there as well, second-round picks that could be there. What are your thoughts about the, the idea of the Jets trading back into the second round, maybe using the third rounder? pairing it with one of their thirds to trade back in late into the second round. How do you feel about that? Is that something you think the Jets should be interested in?
5: Absolutely. As, as, as many picks as we can get to bolster this team, I'm down. I think that if they have an eye for a talent that – and Joe Douglas has done this in the past with Mims, you know, so I, I think that he, he has an eye for, hey, this guy might not be getting taken, and we can still yeah. trade down and still get him. He has, he's actually done it in the past. Mm-hmm. I could see him doing it again. So if he's going to be a, a draft uh, wizard like he was in his first draft and getting men and trading all the way back and, cu- and then also getting another uh, third-round pick, I'm all for it. You know, I think that we, we like, as you said, we, we say all the time, we, we have a lot of holes on the team. If you want to take another yeah. spin at the back, get some more picks, I'm all for it.
4: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, listen, I want to thank you for calling in today, G. You know, you tried to slide out of that question but you know your answers are solid <laughs> man you know what you're talking about and you know your jets you know what I'm saying I respect you I respect you I ain't got nothing yeah. to respect The Listen, pleasure man I love you, you my... Absolutely so thank you for calling in tonight my friend Yes Lucy you take care man have a good week I have a good one You know he called in he was solid he was solid but I need to hear your predictions. I need to know. You know what I'm saying? Don't be trying to say, oh, I said this, oh, I said that. Well, I didn't really say that. That's not the guy I said I wanted. Yeah, you did. Put it on paper. I need to hear it. I'm putting my takes out there. I'm getting the scolding. You think that the Herndon Hive is going to let me go? <laughs> no. Do you think I want Chris Herndon here and not starting tight end? Hell no.
4: To the no, 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 yeah, to the no, yeah, to the no, to the no, 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 no. Chris Herndon sucks.
1: Sucks. What you, you know, I put it out there. It is what it is. <laughs> but we're going to keep getting to these lines, you know. We'll see what happens. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 Again, 515 is the number you can call in. We are live. Uh, If wherever you're watching me, no matter where you're watching me from, please give me a thumbs up. Please give me some hearts, uh, you know, whatever it is. Also share my show as well. And also, listen, when you call in, I can see you, okay? Don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up. You'll go to the back of the line, and you'll be in the abyss. I will never be able to bring you on the show, all right? Don't do that. Just call in and wait. Be patient. Everyone's going to get their time. So now I'm going to go to my guy, Mike, man. I think is my guy, Mike, from Jersey City. Mike. Hey, hey, how you doing, my man? What's, What's going, going on, right? my man? How are you feeling tonight? Listen, we got we got I'm, a couple of days before the draft. It's coming up. I up. need to get your final fine. prediction. You already know what time it is. Final prediction. Who are you taking it to? Who do you want to see the Jets a number two? Uh,
6: well, listen, I I, I got to go with anybody that uh, Sala and Douglas enjoyed at the hip. I'm putting my faith in them. I'm going Kyle Wilson. Uh, and, and I'm okay with that, but I have a different twist. You're going Zach you Wilson?
4: Zach
6: Wilson? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, the BYU ahead, guy. I'm sorry. I'm out for a walk. Yeah, I'm discombobulated. But, but uh, <laughs> I will say I have I, I have a different uh, uh, approach um, that I'm kind of looking at rather than naming names. And I'm going to posture the question this way. Where do you want to see the Jets in one year from now? In other words, I want them to win, but they're not going to win the Super Bowl. So the record, in my view, is really out the yeah. window. And now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're going to try and bring in Salah's guys to run his systems. But his him and his coaches yeah. are going to have to coach the guys that are there until they transition over. So really, the question mm-hmm. that, that, that I have or that I would like to posture is – where would you like to see them a year from now? We're having a conversation a year from now a couple of weeks before the draft. where are mm-hmm. we uh, you know what questions do we want answered and and to me it's i want I want the quarterback and the offensive line answered. The other stuff you can you could you can plug and play they're not going to win the super Bowl uh this year uh, but really the mm-hmm. critical question you want to have the quarterback solidified and the offensive line to me and one one other thing um mm-hmm. What they could do is—is is, uh, oh, I don't know if Orlando Pace Jr. is still out there, but possibly get him, flip Beckton over to the other side, and you know resolve some of their offensive line issues there. But I agree with the the, the prior caller. We would like to get you know two young guys. Uh, you know, Mangini actually did a pretty good job drafting. I mean, he got uh, he, he got like uh, I'm going blank and getting a little nervous, but uh, he got the, uh, Mangold and uh, yeah, the and Ferguson,
1: the British and, yeah, Ferguson. Yeah.
6: Yeah, in one draft. Mm-hmm. And that, those guys were, what, yeah. 10 years together?
1: At yeah. the to Brickshaw,
6: I don't well, think he here, ever here, missed a game.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, listen, it, here, and this is the great question. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. What do I, Where do I want to see the New York Jets? You don't want the record. I understand that. Um, you know, because, you know, you could still, again, we're a team that's still building. I want to see our quarterback position. I don't know if you'll necessarily know in year one whether the quarterback position is answered, right? Because if you okay, look at guys fair. like Josh Allen, Josh Allen's first year, if you thought that <laughs> like if you got one year to answer the question, the bills would have been moved on from him, right, even you know Lamar right. Jackson's first year, he had some some spots where it was some you know some flashes, but it was like, uh ah, there's still some improvement there need to be made, so I'd like to see you know some flashes. I'd like to see some. You know, some things that give you warm and fuzzies about the quarterback position, because I don't necessarily know it to be answered. I'd like to see us get something from the quarterback position where we'll go, okay, we can build on that. You know, we can can continue to see growth. We can continue to see maturity. It's kind of the same way we did with Sam, where there were flashes, there were things there where we were like, wow, we can see this, you know, going somewhere. That's what I want to see from the quarterback position. From the offensive line position, I would like to get some questions answered as well, even though, I, again, I know there's going to be young guys on there. Offensive linemen, you know, the guys that we bring in, we've got to, we've got to see if we can shore that up. I need to see that because if you can't be dominant up front, you're going to get dominated every single week. We saw, we've saw, seen supreme talent, you know, quarterback talent in this league. We saw Patrick Mahomes get mauled in the Super Bowl and look just like Sam Donald did because his protection was right. breaking down constantly. So unless you have the right. answers up front, Right? We're going to struggle and we'll have issues. So I need to make sure that my offensive line is solidified up front. But a- another point that a lot of people are not talking about, I need to know if my cornerback position is decent. Right? I need to know what my cornerback position is because the quickest way to lose a football game in the NFL is by quarterback or cornerback. Because right? either you're going to throw yeah. you know, interceptions not go anywhere and give up six, or you're going to give up six defensively and just have guys running past you, and you're going to give up a bunch of touchdowns. So I need to see some type of step up from our cornerback position. Is Bryce Hall the guy? If he is, okay, let's put him in a position. Let's see if he can actually bring something to us. Or do we need to bring in a young cornerback? I need to see my cornerback position step up and get better. And I understand people talk about the pass rush or the potential pass rush that we have, especially with Lawson being added. You know, Vinny Curry, he's still a veteran guy. I think they're going to bring him in and kind of work him in as kind of a situational pass rush, you know, stuff like that. Quentin Williams, we're expecting big things out of him. But we need to make sure that our corners are going to be able to seal guys up and get it together because if we don't, we're going to have big-time issues, big-time issues. So that's what I want to see. But I want to go to number 23 with you, and I want to get your, your opinion there. There's a lot of people looking and saying that they think we should take Najee Harris at 23 if he's sitting there. Do you agree with those people?
6: you know i i i i know you are going to press me for a name i can't give you a name right now i i, I just i have to say no 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 hear me hear me hear, hear me out for a second no, I'm listening, i think I'm they listening, need to i think they need to see how the flow of the draft comes and what opportunities present themselves you know they may okay. get somebody they fall in love with that 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 you know that 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 falls into their lap and i think you got to be uh i think we got to be a little bit flexible but i would say this when it comes to to Zach, uh Zach wilson um I, I, you know, listen, this is New York. We go, we fall in love with these guys. We do this all the time. Um, mm. I think you, I think you got to give him some slack on the way in. You can't expect him to commit and be, and, and be Namath and, and, and light it up and all that stuff. You got to be patient with the guy. Uh, one, and one other thing I want to reach back. I want to reach back a little bit. Could you imagine mm-hmm. if the jet now, now this is the jets. Remember their, 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 uh, their makeup, uh, the football team makeup, right? And remember, uh, if they would have picked Dan Marino as opposed to Ken O'Brien, everyone's like, oh, we would have had so many Super Bowls. Dan Marino should, should thank God every day he wasn't drafted by the Jets because, you know, he had a couple of <laughs> knee injuries that was never touched for Miami. I mean, Ken O'Brien yeah. got beaten up this whole time. So Dan Marino would not have been Dan Marino you know with the jets uh mm-hmm. the, between the coaching staff and the offensive line i think that would have been an absolute nightmare for him but that's just my opinion what do yeah. you think on
1: that yeah, yeah, the thing, and that's why, and I started to show off with this. I was talking to people, and I said, listen, it's not just about the talent that you have as a quarterback. It's also about the team you go to, who they surround you with. And that's why I talked about the, this new regime. They've got to make sure they bring the talent to surround this quarterback with, make sure he's protected. Don't have him running for his life out there. And also, you give him the coaching necessary as well, too, which we failed past quarterbacks, you know, that we've had. Hell, look who we did to Sam Darnold. We gave him Todd Bowles. And then we turned around and tried to finish him off with Adam Gaze for two more years. You could not have asked any quarterback to be successful under that.
4: Oh,
1: yeah. Let's be yeah. serious here. Adam Gaze? <laughs>
4: crazy. No, no, crazy.
1: no, no. Oh, my God. That was I, terrible. I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah. Yeah, so my my final question uh, before I let you go is, uh, you've really bought the fire tonight. How many starters does Joe Douglas need to have coming out of this draft for you to consider it a success? How many of these picks have to come in and immediately be starters?
6: Well, I'm going to sound like a politician or a lawyer, and I'm going to go back to what I just said. I'm not really, uh, for me, in terms of this year, it's not – how many starters they can get. It's gonna be quality players that they're gonna be able to build on. So I'm not I'm not suggesting they go after they go after projects like on the offensive line. But if they do they may they may see something that's a little bit deeper. They may grab a guy and I'm not saying it would it it, it, it should be the twenty third pick, but they may grab a guy. That, you know, needs a little bit, uh, you know, a little to be coached up a little bit, needs to grow into the position a little bit. So, um, again, I'm not throwing the season out this year and I'm not trying to avoid your question, but Mm -hmm. I'm kind of looking at it, you know, a little bit long term. I like like what what, uh, Douglas is doing. And look, next year, I just want them to be look somewhat presentable. Uh, you know, obviously have a little bit of a better record but, and be somewhat presentable, but you know it's all about it's all about building. It's all about to me. It's getting the kids in, getting the systems in, and transitioning those systems as as they get the players they that that they want. Uh, but it's all about the build and, and answering that question one year from now when I talk to you on your radio program. You know, hopefully we'll have you know what? Yeah, we got the quarterback yeah. and these offensive line looks yeah. pretty good. Now we can plug and play. We now because your offensive line, the better they are, you know this more than anybody. The running back's gonna yeah. be better, the the passing game's yeah. gonna be better, every you know, that's gonna make yeah. everybody else offensively better. You know?
4: Yeah. So. that that's true. That's true. <laughs> you think you to the stand
1: huh? there and look Yeah, I was a baby. I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like you know, you you just you, you steps and got up out of there. But I respect your answer. I respect it. Look, yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. You know, this team definitely needs to step up. We need to make sure that we get guys in here. But for me, there's I think there's, you know, the number of starters that Joe Douglas gets out of here, especially that first and second round, those guys got to come in here and immediately play. You can't have guys that, hey, well, we think we can sit you behind a guy on the bench. No, especially if we're talking about offensive line help. Whoever we get, in those, especially with those first two picks, are going to definitely need to come in here and put things together. But listen, man, you've had a great call. I want to thank you for calling in. Give him a hand, audience. Can I, can I yeah. have one more question? I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'll let you go ahead and ask your question, and I'll let you go. Go ahead.
6: Okay, so, so Zach uh, William, uh, Wilson comes in. Sorry, I'm fumbling. He comes in. I mean, do you throw him into the fire immediately? Do you sign a yeah. uh, uh, you know a veteran and and, and kind of you know, help him along the way, or you just throw him right into the fire? No. I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: no, no. Yeah, and, and again, I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, yes, he's going to immediately be the starter. Should we sign a veteran <laughs> to help him come along and help him? You know, behind absolutely. You know, uh, like we said, yeah. Sam, uh, Sam has at McCown. Yes, we should sign a veteran. So just to, and not even that, just in case. You know, knock on wood, let's say he has an injury. Then what do we do? We need to make sure we have somebody in here because Morgan and what? Oh, those guys are terrible. Morgan didn't even play last year. We don't even know what he is. So, yes, we need to make sure that we get a veteran in here to help coach him along, but, yes, he should immediately be the starter. There's no way you yeah. can bring that kid in here. He not going to play open day. No one's going to stand for that. The fan base will riot. Everybody will be screaming, what is the point when you bring him in? You you, select, you get selected at two, you're the day one starter. I'm sorry. That's the end of discussion.
2: But, uh, listen, hey, i, uh, I thing. got a lot of callers, uh,
1: but thank okay, you for take calling care. in, thank my you. friend. All right. Bye-bye. All right, you have a good day. Stay great... well. Listen, man, there's a lot of fire, a lot of fire to be spent. There's a lot of people evading these questions. You know, a lot of people evading. A lot of people evading. Get that car started. Get it started. You can't start it, and then you finally do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't have a crash. Not today. Not today. So we're going to keep on going to these calls. Salute to everybody that is listening. Salute to everybody that's calling as well. Again, 515 602 515 You can call in. Be on the lines. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. Please be patient. Don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. Because I'll never see you. All right? You'll be in the mist somewhere. I will never, ever see you. All right? So please be patient when you call in. So now we're going to get to it. Salute. We're going to come to my guy, Steve, man. My guy, Steve, is up on the line. We all know that Steve is going to bring the fire as he usually does. Salutes to you, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, my friend, give me your final pick. Who's your final pick prediction for number two for the New York Jets? Who do you think we selected to in the first round?
2: Well, first off, Joe, thank you again for having me on the show, man. It's always great to talk to you and always talk about the Jets. I mean, with, with all the stuff going around the, around the world, it's just, it's just great to get to talk to you again, man.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, my friend. So who are you taking it to?
2: So with that being the second overall pick, with the second pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Jets are proud to select From BYU, quarterback Zach Wilson.
4: Mm, Okay, okay.
2: So you're all in on Zach
1: Wilson. I respect that, Steve. There's a lot of people that love him. This fan base is really warmed up to the kid. Again, you know, there was other selections that could have been out there, but a lot of people are screaming, you know, for Zach now, they like him. You know, they love the BYU kid. All he brings to the table his, you know, his movement, the things that he can do out there, his athleticism, his arm is being praised out the wazoo. But I look at the situation, Steve, and I say to myself, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. This ain't BYU. You come up here to New York, you know what I'm saying? There's big expectations. They want you to be Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Russell Wilson out the gate. Do you think that Zach Wilson will be able to survive that pressure and be successful here? Because everything, everything and everyone is going to be on top of him, man.
2: Yeah, no, the thing is, you know, when you look at the situation, Joe, it's just that the thing is, you gotta make sure that whoever the quarterback is going to be, and you know, if it's if it is gonna be Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, listen, it's going to take time to develop. Listen, he's not going to be he's not gonna be an Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, or Russell Wilson, one, two, three. Okay? He needs time to develop. Everybody everyone in New York has to be patient. Unfortunately, Joe That is the problem about the Jets fan base. Listen, listen, to all the Jets fans out there, yes, we haven't won a Super Bowl in over 50 years now, okay? I understand the (laughs) frustration, all right? I know, and we haven't been to the playoffs in 10 years. But everybody's got to give that quarterback, if it's going to be Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, some time. You've got to give him some time, okay? Listen, listen, you've also got to remember, it also goes on the coaching as well. Listen, when it get when it comes to coaching, it it's got to come on the coaching as well. You got to make sure that if Zach Wilson's the number two pick, or if it's Justin Fields, you got to make sure that he is built the right way. Because unfortunately, we failed that with Sam Darnold and with crappy coaching we gave him. So.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, look, Steve, uh, I, 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 that was a take, man. You know what I'm saying? That was an absolute take, and I completely agree with you. Uh, we need to make sure that we do everything that we possibly can to ensure that this quarterback is set up for success. And like you said as well, the talent that we surround him with, the coaching that we surround them with is extremely important and the environment that we put them into as well is extremely important now. I want to go to number 23 with you, man, because there's a lot of people talking a lot of different things, all right? There's a lot of people that look at that situation at 23 and say, hey, we should take a a pass rusher at number 23. Do you agree with
2: that? I mean, listen, I know know a lot of people want it, because the thing is I know we haven't really had that edge rusher since John Abraham, but the thing is, though, I'm going to be very honest, Joe, I would rather feel more comfortable going offensive line at number 23. It's just the thing okay. is, if Zach Wilson is our guy at quarterback at the number two pick, we've got to protect him because we've seen it the last few years of Darnold getting his butt kicked every single game by the offensive line. You've got to make sure your offensive line is built the right way because if your offensive line is not built the right way, then Zach Wilson's going to be running for his life every single game like Sam Darnold used to. You you got to get yep. the offensive lineman. And at the twenty third pick, Joe, I know you love your boy Tucker from USC. And, and listen, I watched his highlights the other day, and Joe, he is a beast. I do like him a lot. However, though, yep. unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be there at twenty three. I think another team is going to pick him up, but who I would like the Jets to see take at the number 23 spot. If he is there, Joe, I got to take Creed Humphrey. I, I got to – you got to take uh, okay. him at 23 if he is there. And, Joe, we we need a center, Joe, to work with a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback, rookie center, you could develop that for many years to come.
1: Okay. No, listen, Steve, I, you know, I hear your take there. I'm not – I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not knocking you there. I know that there are some people that are extremely high on Creed Humphrey as well. I think he's a great player, but I know that you know a lot of, you know, I read a lot of different things and I watch a little bit of him, but you know, a lot of people say that he could be a guy that's going to be in the second round. But it's interesting that you take him in the first. I'm not going to knock you for it, um, especially when you talk about Vera Tucker, uh, you know, possibly not being there. Hey, I could I could agree with that as well. I could see a team taking him before 23, but uh, you know, again, if he's there at 23, which you know, there's a likelihood that he could be. I would absolutely take him. But that's interesting that you talk about taking Creed in the first. Then who are you taking in the second? Who's your prediction for the Jets to take there then, Steve? Who are you taking at 34 now that you took Creed Humphrey, you know, at uh, at, at number 23?
2: Um, If Kevin Jenkins is there at number 34, I would take him.
4: Well, I think <laughs>
2: – yeah, look, I, yeah, I
1: respect you. I respect you, Steve, but I – I think that Tevin, I think if you flipped it, because I don't think, that I, me personally, I think that Tevin Jenkins is going to be there in the second round. I do think that there's a possibility of him being there in the first round at 23, he could be there. But in the second, I, I don't think he's there. I think it's more likely that Creed Humphrey will be there at, in the second round. But, look, I, I hear your take there. You're going offensive line back-to-back. And I respect that. You want to make sure that we build this wall to ensure that our quarterback is not getting beat around. And and I like that, Steve. I like that a lot. I like your takes there. And I like what you're bringing to the table because you're really bringing the fire right now, Steve. And I'm loving it, man, because you want to make sure that our young quarterbacks. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. So, Steve, when you look at this situation, you're, you're taking, you know, Wilson first,
4: you're, you, then you're addressing
1: your offensive line with the next two picks. I'm looking at the third round, and I'm saying to myself, hey, why not pair a third-round pick, you know, because we got, we got a couple. You pair a third-round pick with our other one and move back up until late in the second round and get a guy. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that Joe Douglas should look to be aggressive and make trades in the mid-round of the draft?
2: Yeah, and this is I. I, Yeah, no, and the thing is, Joe. When I look at this situation, listen, this is something that Joe Douglas um, should honestly try to do. I would like to see him be more aggressive. Already, some of the things that I do like what he does is he gets the Jets draft picks. And the one thing I, 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 one thing that I love, and what I have seen from other successful general managers in the in the National Football League, sometimes you build your team great when you build a great draft. Listen, yeah. I have all the faith in Joe Douglas. Uh, I, Joe Douglas, I think, is is going to do a lot of very good things in this draft. I have the faith in him. But even after when Joe Douglas does, do the, does his drafting, then, you know, at the end of the day, it now goes to Robert Sala on how he coaches this team. And listen, I, I already heard, you know, from even players that are currently on the team right now that even players... You know, remember how back in January when everybody, when all NFL analysis were saying, oh, it's going to be tough for someone to come to New York to coach this team. But you know what? Yeah. As soon as Robert Sala accepted the job here, everybody was like, oh, my God, we got to go play for this guy. We got to go play for this guy. And it's, it just it absolutely blew me away. What a, Like I said, what a huge difference right now that what we're going to have from him than what we had with Adam Gaines. it's just yeah, it's just Joe. Listen, here is the thing about about the thing with the Jets about this year, because you know seventeen game season. Listen, you got to see that at the end of the day, what happens after the draft of how the coaching does as well. Because we got to make sure that this team is coached the right way. Because this team not coached yeah. the right way, oh my God, we're we're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, and again, you know
1: that's on Joe Douglas as well too, because this is his coach. This is the guy that he, you know, he had a choice of multiple guys that was out there. I mean, you, we all know the names. And he said, hey, I want to make sure that I get Robert Sella in this building. And he signed off on it, brought the guy in here, interviewed him. The coaching search was all him. And, you know, the Johnson signed off on it, of course, with him heading the search. And that is what it is. But we will see this year what he does. Yeah, no. You know, because that's there's, there's the going to be a, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, go
4: ahead. Hey, Joe. And, and, and LaFleur as well. Awesome.
2: LaFleur, too. Yeah, no, no. The pressure's going to be on LaFleur as well when Mike LaFleur works with the new quarterback, going to be our quarterback for the future. But here's the other thing, Joe, that I'm going to say now. This is the other thing that both Woody and Christopher Johnson need to do. They just need to stay back, relax in the office, and just be the owners of the team. Try not to get too hands-on with the team. I mean, listen, we already saw what happened when, when Christopher Johnson got Adam Gates in the in the building, all right, we already knew about what happened with that. And, and you know what? Yeah. And that's the thing. I do like what Woody and Christopher are going to do. They are going to let Joe Douglas do his job, and 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 I'm glad that that's happening now. And 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 the thing is though, is that at the end of the day, Joe, what listen? At the end of the day, what what well, we got to see what happens in the draft, but you know i'm excited for what's going to happen next thursday night you know we're 9 days away from the draft i am excited i will i will be i i will be tinkling in my pants when when it's our turn to pick it's like oh my god we got to get this player we got to get this player we got to get this right we got to get this right
1: Okay, well, you know, don't don't tinkle too much, all right, Steve? Whatever you do with your pants is your business. But my final question for you before I let you go, all right, is how many players from this draft, Joe Douglas, how many players, how many picks need to come in and be immediate starters for the New York Jets for this draft to be considered a success?
2: Well, out of the 10 picks that we have as of right now going into this draft, we got to make sure at least half of the players are starting. So I'm, I'm, even at six or seven, then it's just listen. We got we got to make sure, and we got to make sure that 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 we get this. We got to make sure we get this right, okay? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, Joe, if we don't get this right, then there's going to be another problem. But listen. At the end of the day, I, I trust Joe Douglas. I trust Robert Sala. I trust Mike LaFleur <coughs> and the rest of the, of, the, of the new coaching staff. We got to get this done. All gas, no breaks. Let's go.
1: Salute, Steve. Just... Listen, Steve, I got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling tonight. It was phenomenal to speak to you. you. Have a good night, all right, my friend? Thank you, man. Bye-bye. You have a good one. Listen, Steve Steve knows what's going on around here. This guy brings fire every single time. I don't know what he was talking about with his pants. I have no clue. Do I want to know? Hell no. Hell no, no, no.
4: Hell no, hell no, 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 no.
1: You know, whatever Steve is doing with his pants is his business. You know what I mean? But salutes to him. I know a lot of Jets fans that are excited about this draft that's coming up. You know, I am as well. This is all about building the franchise. Again, we're moving forward. We're getting into the franchise quarterback in here. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're doing. We're, we're going to get a guy that's going to be the head of the table here. He's going to lead this football team for the next 10-plus years. Who is it going to be? Justin Fields. Is it going to be Zach Wilson? There's some people streaming Trey Lance. I know some Jets fans that want Mac Jones. You know? I want to hear takes. I want to hear takes. Listen, 515-602-9639. Again, 515 515- Six zero two nine six two nine. please call in. You know what I'm saying? Lines are hot. We're speaking to everybody tonight. We're talking drafts. I want to hear final predictions. Don't try to evade. Give me your take. (laughs) Keep your hands on the wheel. Don't crash. Don't try to evade. Give me your take. You know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody watching, wherever you're watching me from. Please give my stream a thumbs up if you're on YouTube or a heart, if you're watching me on Periscope, wherever you're watching me from. Please share my stream as well. If this is your first time watching me, subscribe, turn on your notifications. So when I go live, you folks will know. I post content, you'll know. It will immediately come to you. And salute to the chat as well if you do not know. I live stream while I do my live radio show. I call my chat the savages. Why? They're savage. Pure savages. Nobody is safe. And I mean nobody, not even me. Not even me. You know what I'm saying? And I go to them because they like to talk as well. I'm going to the Savages right now. Salute J.E. in the chat. Salute to him. J.E. says, draft David Collins at 23 with that line. line, Oh, boy. (laughs) That's the new sack exchange. Listen, I know that there's a lot of people out here that like Collins as well. I've heard his name be mentioned. I know that there's some Jets fans that want to see the Jets take a pass pass rusher at 23, and I respect it. I absolutely respect it. You know what I'm saying? They want to continue to stack the odds and get after it, and guess what? Listen, when the Giants were winning those Super Bowls, the Giants were winning, you know, getting after guys, guess what they were doing? They were sending their pass rushers in waves, in waves. Nobody could block it. That's what got them those Super Bowls. They had guys, man. So salute to J.E. Again, salute to all the savages in the chat. I'm going back to them again. My guy, N.Y., Jets FL, says, I can see trading 34 and a third-rounder to move into the first if he loves someone. Listen, I talked about the third round. If somebody's willing to take a third-round pick for us to move back up late, late, late into the first round, maybe Joe Douglas does that. That's an interesting scenario as well. There's a lot of takes to be had, a lot of takes to be had. Again, 515 515-602-9639, call in, and please be patient. I can see everybody. Don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up, all right? If you do that, I will never see you, ever. You'll be in the abyss. I'll never hear from you. So just please be patient. I'll get to everybody. So next caller I'm going to is my guy, E, man. I'm going to my guy, E. I need to hear. I need to hear his take. I need to hear his take, man. Salute to you, E. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, give me your final prediction at number two. Who are the Jets taking, man? All
7: right, man, before I get into that, so I need, you told me to get a replacement for who to talk smack about on the show to replace Sam Donald. <laughs> so I actually got two options, Wes Austin <laughs> or Shuma Adoga. Who do I go with? I'm leaning more Wes Austin because I think he's going to play more, and I think Jet fans like, think he's better than he actually is. So that, that's kind of my yeah. choice. But who, who would you
1: pick? Oh man, you know I'm a bad shooter all day long. Go with Bless Austin. You know <laughs> Bless Austin. You want you wanna, you know go ahead, go ahead go with Bless Austin because like you said he's gonna play more. He's gonna be out there. So go ahead if that's your new guy that's I the hope Go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man.
7: But, so, yeah, Jets so, number two pick. I, I'm I've been okay. saying this for a while. I think it's gonna be Wilson. I really hope it's Wilson. Um, <laughs> you know I like Fields too, but you know Wilson's my guy. Man, I think he's a Jets guy too. I'm looking forward to his name being called on draft
4: Okay,
1: are you a guy that is concerned about the pressure of playing New York weighing on on uh, on, on Zach Wilson? Are you concerned about that? Because there's big expectations. I'm really to come not. Here. Do you think he'll be able to survive and live up to it?
7: I'm not. I'm really not, man. Like, I'm not concerned with Wilson specifically. Like, if you I'd be concerned about like all these guys, because, like, even though, like, these guys have played on, like, you know, the top stages of college football, you know, it's different from playing in New York, you know. I'm not too worried. Mm-hmm. I know that he knows what he's getting himself into, you know, and hopefully he just plays well, and, you know, he doesn't have to deal with the, the press. Hey, Sam Donald said it best. Don't listen to the media uh, in his Panthers press yeah. conference. He, he said that was his advice to the the next quarterback for the Jets. Yep. so. I I think people are blowing it a little out of proportion. But, I mean, I understand it considering, you know, it's a kid a small-town kid from Utah. But, like, hey, man, some of these other guys are, you know, small-town kids from the South. Like, that's not New York. I know they played at, you know, big stages in college and whatnot. But I'm, I'm not too worried about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I'm hoping that they just surround him and make sure that he doesn't succumb to the pressure. Because, again, we've, we've seen the media run – coaches out of here we've seen it we've seen players that don't want to come here and play here because of the media so we've seen these issues i'm just hoping that sulla and lafleur and you know even uh rob calabaski are 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 quarterback's uh, coach, that they surround this guy and be like, listen, whatever goes on, and hell, the entire team, the entire franchise surround this guy and says, whatever going on on the outside of this locker room does not matter. Only listen to us. Don't pay attention to that stuff because they'll get after you. The fan base will get after you too. They don't like to bring that up as well. The fan base has gotten after multiple guys, quarterbacks. They booed Geno Smith at a charity event. They used to you know, bash Mark Sanchez as well all over the place. This This fan base will get after you too. So there's a lot, but okay. we got to make sure that he stays straight, no matter who it is that we select. Now you're a guy that's saying, "Hey, Zach Wilson is your guy. That's who you select, and that's who you'd like to see at number two. That's who you stamp in." Would you be shocked if the Jets drafted a guy like Justin Fields or even Trey Lance? Yeah, I'm not
7: expecting it whatsoever. I wouldn't say I'd be mad. I wouldn't be happy because I like Wilson a lot mm-hmm.
5: more.
1: But um, yeah, I'd be I'd be stunned at this point.
7: I'm really confident
1: in okay. Wilson. Okay, okay. Look, I respect that. So now we're going to 23. Give me your prediction for who you're taking at 23.
7: All right, so who the Jets are going to take, I think it's probably going to be probably Greg Newsome, just because I don't think Elijah Barry Tucker is going to be there. I also don't think Kevin mm. Jenkins is going to be there. I think the Raiders are going to get him. Zach that mold, the super physical player they like, they destroyed their whole offensive mm-hmm. line for some reason this offseason, so they get a right tackle. So I think he's a good fit for them. So I think Greg Newsom's going to be there. You know, Joe Douglas realizes how bad West Austin is. They need a replacement. There's my first jab at mm-hmm. West Austin of, of this season. Um, and, uh, yeah, he you know, he realized how big of a need it is. And, um, yeah, so uh, Greg Newsom, I'm hoping it's Elijah Tucker. I'd like Creed Humphrey, too, but I think it'll be Greg Newsom.
1: Okay. So when you look at the situation, you're taking Wilson at two. You're looking at, at Greg there at 23. When are you addressing this offensive line? I mean, what do you think the Jets do in the second round?
7: Yeah, so I would take a, the best guard available in the second round. And I'd actually – I'd be in favor of packaging two third-round picks to move back up in the second round if there's a guy there who falls a bit. I'd be in favor of something like that. Or if a guy falls down in the third round, you'd pick guy there. Um okay, so, yeah, so you, you
1: definitely so, have so to you, take – yeah, hold on a second, E, so you're looking at packaging, uh, you know, two of our third round picks, move up in the second, back up into the first, where exactly do you think that'll get us, though, back into the first? Like no, no, the, no, no. Uh, take
7: the two thirds, move back up into the second round, not into the first round. Oh,
1: okay, okay, okay,
7: okay, yes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. way that, too that much to down. give up, to get up in the first, yeah. yeah no, we right. to move up, that's crazy, man, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, no. Look, I respect it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's something I brought up as well, pop, uh, possibly packaging those two third round picks and moving back up into the second. You know, even if a guy slides or hell, even if there's guys that you covet that are there, you know, I could see us doing that, really getting that talent. But like you said as well making sure that we we get some type of offensive line help in the second, especially if you're taking a corner at at number two, winning whatever you can there in the second will absolutely benefit us and help us because we need to surround this quarterback with some type of talent. But even then, I'm looking at the situation, and there's other Jets fans as well that are saying, hey, in the second round, if Travis, you know, ETN is there, I'm taking him. Do you agree with those people, man? What are, you, what are your thoughts on people that even say things like that, that we should take a running back in the second round?
7: You yeah, know, play, play the sound bite the hell to the no, because that's exactly how I feel.
4: Oh. <laughs> One second. One second. Here we go. Hell no. To the no, no, no.
7: Hell to the no. Hell to the no. To the no, 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 no. I'm listening. Yeah, man, no, I explained this last time. We're not in a position to take a running back high. We got way more needs. What's look, look good? I saw someone say in the last show, oh, well, Najee Harris is such a dynamic player. And then I commented, he ain't going to be so dynamic with Alex Lewis up there. So, I mean, the <laughs> offensive line makes a running game. Um, you know, the, yeah, the, the offensive line is so much more important. The, you know, the corners, linebackers, tight end wide receiver, like yeah. all positions I'd rather take over a running back. I mean, like, let's make it do with a RB by committee. And also, you look at some of the top running backs in the league, none of them are, most of them are, like, third-round picks. I mean, you know, yeah. look at the Packers, Aaron Jones, fifth-round pick. I mean, like we talked about the 49ers, they got undrafted guys. You know, Dalvin Cook's third-round pick, Alvin Kamara, third-round pick, and, like, like even look back in uh twenty eighteen, Saquon Barkley's this generational guy. yeah, he's a great player, but I think Nick Chubb's probably the best running back in that class. He's not a first round pick. So I mean and looking yeah. at of that class, you know, Rashad Penny's done absolutely nothing. Tony Michelle's not great, like those guys are kicking the first round. So I mean, the value's not there. So no, I'm not you know, E. T. N. Nazi Harris, those guys are awesome. No doubt about it. And also the thing, thing with them, too, like, I'd, I'd also like a running back who has, like, less carries. And they've gotten a lot of carries. They already got some kind and tire. Both of them, I think, played four years in college, you know, with a lead backs, got a good amount of carries. I prefer a guy who, you know, hasn't gotten the bulk of the carries
1: that they've gotten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I respect it. I know, again, there's a lot of people that are against it, but, you know, this, this... – This whirlwind, everyone's getting spun up. There's been a lot of Jets fans. I've had a lot of back and forth with people that want a running back at 23. They want him. And even even if they don't get him at 23, they're screaming, look, make it happen in the second round. If either of those guys are there, you do it and make it happen. And so, you know, we've had interesting, you know, debates and arguments going back and forth. But that brings me back up into the first round because you talked about taking a corner. Could you possibly see the New York Jets packaging picks to move up in the first round from twenty three up to grab somebody? Is that is that something? Yeah, really I, interesting?
7: personally, I don't know if, how I feel. I, I would. It just really depends on who the player is. Um, I mm-hmm. I did not see the Jets doing it whatsoever. Joe Douglas always talked about. I want my picks. You know, especially you know, you need to get as many. You're asking the guys here on the show. You know, how many starters do you need? You need picks to get those starters. Yeah. And, you know, quality yeah. is quality over quantity for sure. But you need players. You need bodies in here. And so I, I don't really see the value with it. And, I mean, if someone follows, if Kyle Pitts somehow, like, has a Laramie console, has some gas mask incident and falls to the, the late teams, then, yeah, I'll, I'll trade up for him. But, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I, I seriously doubt it.
4: Yeah,
1: no, look, I I respect that. I respect that because I'm not a guy that's interested in packaging picks as well to move up, particularly in the first round, for the reasons that you said. We're a team that has a lot of holes. We need as much as possible. I could see us maybe packaging a third to move up in the second or something like that, or maybe even, you know, getting something back out of that trade too. But packaging picks to move up in the first, you know, fairly expensive, especially depending on where you want to move up to. So my final question for you, E, before I let you go, man, is you look at this situation, this draft, It's really going to change the course of this franchise, man. The players that we get in, you know, who we select, the talent that we acquire, it it means a lot going forward, especially with a team that's still in a rebuild. We're still trying to figure things out. How many players from this draft do you think need to immediately come in to be starters to consider this draft a success?
7: Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really judge the first year, you know, how many guys are going to be starters. I think they're all going to be eventual starters. To answer the question for this year, I'm in favor of the quarterback playing right off the bat, especially, you know, we don't have a starter in place. I don't want, you know, I don't want to waste time out there. I want the kid to learn. So, yeah, I want I want Wilson or Field playing there. That's one. I want a corner to replace Blessed Austin or something like that. Uh, probably another linebacker because what? would need another linebacker. Uh, and then probably mm-hmm. two offensive linemen are probably going to start. And, hell, you drop the kicker, he's a starter, I guess.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah, look, I respect it, man. Listen, E. It was great speaking to you tonight, man. You brought the fire. You absolutely brought the fire, my friend. I really like that. <laughs> Listen, E, I got to get back to these lines, my friend. They're hot. I want you to have a good night, my man, and have yourself a good time. And, again, when I have a show, I want to hear from you again, all right, E? Yeah, appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Now right, you have a good one. Listen, he calling in with the fire, calling in with absolute fire as usual, man. He brings the takes. And, again, people, listen, I'm also going to be doing a live draft show, a live draft show for the first round. For those of you that don't know, uh, you know, we'll be doing a live draft show. I'll be streaming while the draft is on. We'll be talking picks uh, right after the Jets. I believe it's right after the Jets make the first pick. Um, You know, I'm going to go live, and then we'll have, uh, you know, you folks come on. You can call into the show, and we're going to be talking while the draft is on you know, getting our reaction. So we'll be having a live show here, right here on this channel. Subscribe again, give my stream a thumbs up, turn your notifications or wherever you're watching me from, give me hearts and and follow me, you know, across all my platforms because we will be having a live draft show. So that's what I wanted to, you know, put out there as well. Be prepared, folks. We're going to have a really good time. So we're going to keep getting to these lines, keep going. Next, I'm going to go to my guy. I believe this is my guy, Dylan, man. I think this is my guy, Dylan, on the line right now think you know he's got some takes as usual salute to you i want to thank you for calling in dylan dylan give me your prediction man who do you want to see the jets take in the second pick in the first round dylan 646
0: 646 hey joe joe yes yes 646
1: i got you joe it's colin oh colin excuse me (laughs) <laughs> Colin, salute to you. How are you doing today, my friend? How are you feeling?
0: Good, good, good. What's going on?
1: Uh, what's going on, my man? So I want to get your get, – give me your take, man. What do you think is going to happen, man? Who do you want to see the Jets select at the number two, man? Who is your prediction?
0: Well, I think the general consensus is that <clears throat> everyone, including the media, all thinks it's going to be Zach Wilson. Um mm-hmm. So that's that's the pick I that's the pick I think is gonna happen. Um mm-hmm. but you know, as I've mentioned to you before, me personally, um, Justin Fields is my guy. Um, so you know, that's that's the guy that's whose name I wanna hear coming up from night mm-hmm. Um but I just feel okay. like you know, it's just gonna it's gonna be Wilson based on you know, the media and everyone else that thinks it's gonna be Wilson. Just just think about it. If um, Joe Douglas don't draft Wilson, right, and he drafts Fields or yeah. anyone else, the the amount of scrutiny he will get if one of those guys are not successful in the first season with the Jets, and yeah, Wilson, can he, you know, goes to the Forty ers or something like that, so um, yeah. I, th- I think it but is it's re- going to be like the safe pick for for Joe Douglas at this point.
1: Yeah, but here's – and, again, I want to thank you for calling in. Colin, it's always phenomenal to speak with you, but can he really be worried about that? If that's his guy, if that's the guy that he covets that he thinks is going to be, you know, he, that he thinks is going to take the Jets to the next level, that he thinks is going to be a very solid prospect here, quarterback that's going to be able to lead this franchise for the next 10 years, why would he succumb to media pressure? If he succumbs to media pressure and doesn't get the right guy, that'll crush him, that'll crush him too. Doesn't get the guy that he wants that'll crush him too, man. Because say he does pick Zach Wilson and Zach Wilson fails here, they'll bash him the same way. We've seen that. We've seen that the, the media plays both sides with the Jets, both sides. So yeah. I'd be worried if Joe Douglas decides to, you know, go with a guy that he doesn't feel, you know, very confident in just to succumb to media pressure or even, fan, even the pressure of the fan base.
0: Yeah. I, I, the, the one thing that has me, like, scratching my head is on Zach Wilson's pro day, was when the Forty ers made that blockbuster trade, right? When they, mm-hmm. they went and they give a haul to move up to the third pick. So mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, the Jets are gonna take Fields and the Forty Niners give that haul to get Wilson. Mm-hmm. I, don't rever- okay. I don't think it's the reverse. I don't think it's the reverse the reverse way. I don't think they they give that haul to get Justin Fields. So, I okay, that's just my take on on okay. you know the second pick. But either way, you know, if if, if it's Fields, Wilson, Trey Lance, I like Trey Lance the, the most actually. You know, the bigger quarterback. Wow. Um, okay. Either okay. either way, the, whoever the quarterback is that they they draft, um, I think they have the potential to be successful. It's just gonna happen. It's just gonna what's gonna happen in that second round, the second pick, the, the second round, the third round, and so forth. What, yeah. what, what is Joe yeah, Douglas going to do? If he doesn't hit on those picks, I think it doesn't matter what who the quarterback is. I think we're going to have issues.
1: Absolutely, and that's where I'm going to go with you next, because you look at the situation at 23, and I'm saying to myself, I know a lot of Jets fans are talking about number two pick. That's extremely important. But the number 23 and following picks are what's going to really surround you know, th- this young quarterback with talent, you know, whoever we take. And so I think that 23 is extremely important as well. And I'm saying to myself, you know, I want an offensive lineman. I need somebody that's going to come in here that's going to push Lewis, going to push Van Roten out of those starting positions and, and solidify this offensive line, the interior of this offensive line. I need an offensive lineman that's going to come in here and be a monster and create that wall. But there's a lot of Jets fans that are looking at situations saying that we need to take a running back. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? If Najee Harris is there at twenty-three,
0: are you taking him? You, you know, originally my 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 thought process was you take the best available player at at that on that pick. Um, mm-hmm. The more I think about it, right? Um, get one of these offensive guys, right? Yeah. Depends on if 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 a, a player is slipping in the draft. Um, get one of the offensive guys at the twenty third pick. There's, there's gonna be someone there that they just can, you know, plug and play immediately. So yeah, um, I would I would say get 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 the O line. Get get an O line Yeah. My my thing is and I hear a lot of
1: people talk about that as well is, you know, go B P A, go best player available. My issue with best player available and I didn't like the Mike McCagna would do best player available either Uh, My issue with that is the best player available works when you're a team that is talented, right? Like you look at like the 49ers, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Saints, stuff like, you know, teams like that. Look at the Tampa Bay even, right? Those teams are talented. They have their impact positions in, in lock, right? They've got great players. You can't go best player available when you're a team that is completely as lacks talent the way that we do. You need to attack impact positions, and then you can go best player available, because if best player available is an interior defensive lineman, we definitely don't need to be drafting another D-tackle. If best player available is, you know, a, a, a running back or, you know, or a safety, we definitely should not be doing that. Because we need corners. We need offensive linemen. We need wide receivers. We need pass rushers. We need things that are in pack positions, things that other teams have that we don't. And that's why we've been so bad. Um, because we don't – if you look in the past, especially Mike McKagan's draft, a lot of his drafts were not only riddled with busts, but it was also his inability to attack impact positions and keep, get quality impact position talent or even get that get – even properly draft impact positions to begin with was atrocious. That's one of the, the issues here. That's why we're so bad. That's why we've been so bad for so long. His inability to yeah. figure out how to shore up the offensive line that fell you saw out even Joe Douglas you know he kind of struggled his first year as well we've seen it the you know bringing back Lewis Van Roten being here people don't even like our center our center has question marks all over the place as well people want to slide him to guard you've got to shore that stuff up so I understand people talk about best player available but I just. I don't like that. I like to absolutely go to what we need immediately. And even if you, have, if you feel like you're reaching, then trade down, gather, you know, gather more uh, capital to where you're not reaching, and make sure that you attack your impact position, particularly when you're drafting a young quarterback. You want to make sure that you do that. So, look, I hear you. Um, I look at that situation at 23, and, I, and I, I've said it as well. I'm going all line. Vera Tucker, I think if he's there, if Kevin Jenkins is there, I'm taking him too. But then you flip to the second round and I'm a guy that thinks we should double-dip and go O-line in the second round as well. Do
0: you agree? Um, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Because there's going to be guys. There's going to be good guys there still that, you know, Mm -hmm. we can get. So um, I don't have an issue if we do that, if we double up and get two offensive Mm -hmm. guys. um, But at the same time, you know, you still got to look, right, and look at the the defensive side as well, right? If there's a corner... That's probably worth picking, you know. And maybe maybe you can get someone else. Like a Wyatt Davis might slip to the third round, and you can get Davis mm-hmm. in the third round, right? But you're going to get sure. a corner. Then I think at that point you you got to you got to look at the needs, right? If there's an edge, you know, a cornerback that's available, and you you think it's you know higher on your draft board, then I think you got to grab one of those guys instead. Yeah. and and yeah. you know look go, I respect you it. know go back into the third rung and get get a, um get you aligned again yeah
1: yeah when you look at the situation this is my final question before I let you go you look at the situation man and i think that this draft you know Joe Douglas has got to make it happen how many players out of you out of this draft do you think it'll it'll take for this draft to be considered a success how many players do you think have to be starters out of this draft to to make this draft be yeah. considered
0: I- successful Three three players has to be starters in this draft. I okay. mean you can't okay. have ten ten draft picks and not have one starter. Um, well you're gonna have one starter <laughs> on your quarterback, obviously, right? Yeah. But you have yeah. nine additional picks and you're telling me they're all gonna be on the bench. No. Nah, you gotta you gotta <laughs> hit you gotta hit on, on you gotta get that's that twenty third pick and that thirty fourth pick has to be starters as well. I mean Denzel yeah. Mans was like the whatever pick he was and he's a starter, right? right? So um, yeah. we got to hit on three. Yeah,
4: Colin, Colin you're bringing the fire? Give him a hand, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: get too crazy in studio audience let's not get too crazy you know what I'm saying but listen you brought the fire tonight my man listen I got to keep getting to these lines salute to you for calling in next time I have a show I want to hear from you my man you have a good night all right
0: all right Joe take
1: care all right he brought the fire he said hey listen three picks three picks three of these guys got to be a starter you can't have 10 picks and have these guys sitting on the bench man they got to come in and have impact immediately
4: Man, listen,
1: we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 515 is the number. Call in, all right? We're talking Jets, we're talking draft, we're talking everything. Salutes to everybody again that's watching. Please give my uh, stream a thumbs up. Also share the stream wherever you're watching me from. It's greatly appreciated, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep getting to these lines, man. We're going to 973-973. I'm coming directly to you. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Give me your prediction for the New York Jets at number two. Who do you think they're selecting?
8: Hey, Joe, beforehand, I I would give you good evening. Uh, this is Darley. Um, my prediction for number two, even if I don't like it, I would go to the general consensus with Zach Wilson out of BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe somehow I have some uh, hint to Justin Fields, but I will stick with Zach Wilson. I mean – um, I mean, some, I mean, it has the quality to, to fit into the car and hand system. So, so it's going to be number two, uh, we talk well.
1: Yeah. And again, I want to thank you for calling in. Look, I I hear you. There's a lot of people talking about Zach Wilson um, that, you know, a lot of people say, Hey, he's the guy that the Jets are taking, you know, the media is all over it as well. They've been talking about it for, you know, quite a bit of time that the Jets are locked in on them. They zeroed in. So I look at the situation with Zach and I'm wondering, you know, the pressure in New York, you know, it's heavy, just like I do, you know, do you think he'll be able to survive in this pressure? that that's going to be on him and be able to succeed in it because playing in New York is serious business the media is going to be on you the fan base is going to be on you what do you think he's going to do with this pressure man do you think he'll survive it
8: yeah he will survive the reason why that is that he has the coaching team uh, surrounding him I mean you don't have mm-hmm. I mean you just don't have uh, Robert Salah but you have uh, Matt LaFleur and a QB coach and also uh he may have uh some other players so he can chime in so he can uh, figure out how to life in New York. So he will be mm-hmm. fine and also he I mean he might have some type of mentorship with Steve Young. I mean he's uh I mean you know Steve Young is a legend so he can have some time in to so hey how to live in New York even if he hasn't played, played in New York but know, mm-hmm. knows what New York City is. So he would be fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, again I and I always you know, I look at the situation, Douglas, Sulla, uh, you know, the coaching staff, the team, they're gonna surround this guy and that that's what I wanna see, you know, because again this is a new staff this is a new regime. We're all moving forward from what we've seen in the past and you need to surround him and let them know, look, we got your back. The media is gonna talk their talk, the, the fan base is gonna talk their talk, but at the end of the day, you need to be worried about us, believe in us, be in the team, you know, just the same way that we believe in you and pour into you and let that be that, you know. So that's what I'm hoping. But, you know, the pressure here, it's tough. It's tough playing here. But going to the number twenty three pick, there's a lot of people out there looking at this situation saying, Hey, this twenty third pick is extremely important as well. Who is you who is the guy you want? What is your prediction for the twenty third pick? Who do you think we take there?
8: Oh boy! So I, I mean, I would like to have uh, like a red soccer, but uh, somehow he will be left earlier. And the other, mm-hmm. and the other actually have great news on uh, out of Northwestern University, but also he will be gone as well. So it will be interesting for me that if I can trade out a little bit down, let's say, to the number 26, 28, to gather some, uh, let's say, late sec- second-round pick or, or mid-third-round pick and pick mm-hmm. uh, free conference. So that's going to be I an mean, extra pick for me to build uh, the team Yeah.
1: Okay. So if, you, if you're if yeah. you trading down in the first round, who are you taking in in the first?
8: uh if i don't trade down i, I mean uh gonna, it's, it's gonna be an an outreach here i would still take creed humphrey if i don't i mean if i if i don't have other trade down
1: okay okay so so either way yeah, you, but, uh, you're trading down you're gonna take creed humphrey in the bottom of the first round
8: yes yes because okay. Because, okay. We, because the thing is like an hour plug into the number 34 to the number 34, i would like to trade down yeah. two and and have a pick on uh, white davis uh i mean white davis there if he's done uh, would take uh who else the the guy trace Meat out of tennessee i mean that could be a good uh stuff um online there i mean be deny yeah and even oh. and even though oh. if if Humphrey's gone to number twenty-three, I can pick. Okay, mm-hmm. I can go to seventh uh, Jenkins, and uh, the second and the second runner would go down to uh, Queen Minors. Okay. okay. Very, very
1: nice guy. Yeah, listen, you're bringing the fire right now. Give this man a
4: hand. this is
1: I think you're one of the first people tonight to talk about and toy with the idea of trading down in the second round. because that's what, you know, I, I talked a little bit about trading down maybe in the first, you know, earlier and stuff like that, but trading down in the second round could benefit the New York Jets as well. And we saw that work, you know, in, in Joe Douglas's first draft, we did a trade down, gain capital, and still get the wide receiver that we wanted to be So that is a, that, that's a, the that's a thing that can be there as well. And also, and I, and I talk about trading down too, because we're seeing what the Dolphins are doing. Right, look at what the Mm Dolphins are doing. The Dolphins are making trade, bouncing up and all over the place, and these guys are getting first rounders, they're getting mid round picks. The Dolphins are further along, and they're rebuilding us, even even though they started after us. And now they're continuing to gain capital to be good for years. There's going to be sustained success because they're going to have more and more capital each and every single draft to continue to build that football team out. So trading down is a you know it, it, it is a possibility that can really you know, give you solid dividends back. So, yeah, I like your take there. Now, I want to get your thoughts yeah. on this because you're talking about trading down in the second. I can hear that. But I'm looking in the situation, and I'm saying third round, I'd like to see us possibly maybe package another third round pick with the third rounder we have, take our two third rounders, and trade back up into the second. What are your thoughts about that? Is that something you'd like to see? Maybe you'd like to see, you know, Joe Douglas at some point in the mid rounds get a little bit aggressive and move back up into late, you know, second or, or, you know, in those rounds to really be able to grab a guy. How do you feel about that?
8: I mean, if I'm on the big number 66, I mean, I, I will be willing to trade up to the late second round and the uh, sub-talent there. Uh, given the fact or given the sense that uh, the number 66, there is not so much talent uh, down there. Uh, in, in terms of uh, position of needs, for example, uh, quarterback, I haven't mentioned quarterback, I would like to see uh Southest Tommy Jr., but he will gun in the mid-second round. Yeah. So, if he, yeah. I mean, if he, it's if interesting, or even if we are very, even if we are good on paper on the wide receiver, we would like to see either to pick uh, Ronda Moore or, the, or Elijah Moore. Uh, to and uh, mm-hmm. the out. I'm I am more open but if I'm staying on the number sixty six I, I will I will pick uh, the guy from uh, the linebackers for LSU, uh Cut. I mean, you the fact that uh, the L, I mean, the linebacker position is getting weaker You the fact that um Caltley is not active for the last two years.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. Listen, you're bringing the fire tonight, like I said. My final question before I let you go is, how many players from this draft, okay, how many players from this draft do you think immediately would come and be a starter? How many players?
8: Uh, I mean, at least is going to be four. Uh, the first, I mean, the first three, and, I mean, the first four picks of our draft, uh, I mean, uh the flat values you saw at the high number and high third you we expect it to be a star it to be uh I mean, yeah. as well i mean let alone the first three uh things that they get collected
4: yeah yeah listen you're
1: bringing a fire tonight man salute to you <laughs>
4: man this was Thank a
1: heck of a call you, listen man. my friend Listen, I gotta get back to these lines. You really just brought the fire. This everything's burning around me. I gotta get back to these lines. I want you to have a good night. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, my friend. Okay, have a good night, Joe. Absolutely, yeah. thank you. Listen, he called in with the fire tonight. Talked about trading down in the second round. That is an option. That is an option that's there. That was a, that was a heck of a good take. Look, salute to everybody watching again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Please call in. We're going to continue to go to these lines. I think it's my guy Bill next. My guy Bill's coming on. He's always talking that talk. I respect him. Salute to you, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Bill, give me your thoughts, man. Number two pick in the first round, what's your final prediction on it? Who are the Jets taking?
9: Final prediction, same as it always been, Fields. I think they're going to go with Fields. Okay. I think there has been a lot of, a lot of hype um uh, i don't know where the hype has come from i think it's the echo chamber again said it before say it again somebody said it's going to be wilson they started showing the highlight reels and everyone's convinced it's wilson so i, I just don't think um at the end of the day when they take a look at um, the body of work i think it's a safer pick as to go with wilson uh not wilson sorry fields uh wilson fields, I think
1: goes Justin fields, three.
4: yeah so yeah i think when when wilson goes three
1: situation built yeah, yeah. So when you look at the situation, Bill, and again, I want to thank you for calling in. You've been, you know, I know you, you love Fields. You've been a Fields guy. I love Justin Fields as well. I don't understand what's going on here. There's been a lot of talk in the media. But uh, you look at this situation, there's a lot of pressure playing in New York. Do you think Justin Fields will be able to withstand that pressure and be able to succeed here?
4: Oh,
9: yeah, the guy's an iceberg. He's an iceberg. If you look at any interview, you read anything about him, you just take a look at the kid. He just He's here to play football. He does not get mixed up too much with the emotional side of these things, you know, um, th- that shouldn't be a problem for him. I worry about any other, uh, the candidates I worry about, um, you know, Wilson has not really left home. He's from Utah, stayed in Utah, and his parents were, you know, got to see his parents every weekend. He's not going to have that luxury. It's a different environment. You know, when the kids go, these guys are not just getting, you know, new jobs. Like if you got a new job across the country, there's a big break-in period. But if you get that job and you are basically the president of a company, you have all that pressure on top of that, as well as being 20 years old, millionaire, it's all these challenges. So I just think from the experiences that Gacy Fields has had to go through already with changing schools and all that, you know, he's handled that well.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, he has. And so I look at this situation, Bill, let's get right back into it, man. 23, there's a lot of people talking, man, a lot of people talking. What is your prediction for the Jets pick at 23.
9: It's probably going to be Vera Tucker if he's there. I think they're going to call it, be safe, get the quarterback at number two, and then go for yeah. the offensive lineman. Yeah, he can play inside or outside. Versatility, everyone always likes to talk about. And, uh, yeah, I think they can't really go wrong with that pick. I think there's going to be a lot yeah. of positions, a lot of people around that area in other positions that they can kind of wait for the second round, maybe get someone comparable. But I think after Vera Tucker for someone who can play both inside and outside, who has that, track record of doing that but he's the only guy outside of that I think we have to go with someone like a Leatherwood or Cosme who could maybe you can move in and out but not at 23 they'd probably get someone like that in the second round and maybe even third if they stay around
1: what are your thoughts about people that are talking about possibly taking a running back at 23 like Najee Harris or Travis Etienne how do you feel about that
9: see I I don't I don't know about that I'm sorry to come in with no take but uh, I, I just hear about the Shanahan system has. Uh, they need speedy. They need speedy running backs, right?
4: And yeah. So
9: this yeah. this this off season, we don't. Everybody's running a four two nine. So I don't know who's fast and who's not fast. So that's something that uh, you know the the, the the GM staff and the staffs going to take a look at and see if there's someone who's extraordinary. But I really don't think they'd pick that person in the first round anyway. As much as yeah. that's an extra pick, I think they're going to look at that pick as a, a pick to just shore up the. Uh, The needs Maybe the the extra third round pick, they might go Uh for a running back that might get exotic if someone's floating out there. And from the way that everything's stacking up, everyone's talking about Williams from North Carolina could be the number one running back that pushes everyone else down. Then maybe you could get like ETN in the early third round possibly. I mean, I'm not sure, but there's also the Michael Carter also from North Carolina, a couple other names. So depending on what their assessment is of the speed for those guys. And I think also the guys need to have hands out of the backfield for Shanahan. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see, but yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to happen this year for the Jets.
1: Could you see the Jets packaging pick to trade up in the first round to maybe grab a guy from
9: 23? Uh, I, I think there's too many needs. I don't know if there's anyone in particular that,
4: yeah.
9: you know, this is our second draft with Joe, so we're still trying to figure out his tendencies. You know, you look at some teams where they'll they'll find a guy that they absolutely have to have. And, and move up, and I don't know if we're in a situation where there's a guy we absolutely have to have who's going to make a difference. I mean, you get, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Montana, it's not going to make a difference if we have the rest of the squad. So it's, it's, a, it's a numbers game at this point, I think. You just have to get as many quality picks as you can, unless there's some guy who falls for some reason inexplicably who we just can't find, and the drop-off from him is, is, is steep until our next pick, maybe, but mocked your ass and so forth. I don't know if there's really anyone out there to package up and move up. Um, I think we need more bodies than anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. So when you look at the top of that that 34 in the second round, who's the guy that you predict for the Jets to take there?
9: 34, this one's going to be tough. I think they probably need to go with another offensive lineman. I think they can do that because there's a lot of linemen, and, um, you know, you take your pick and what you need. If it's a matter of, Mm -hmm. I think, everyone's looking at inside interior linemen, and there's going to be a lot of guys who are offensive tackles in college who you're going know, to read about shorter arms, or not as tall, a better run blocker, then, you know, do we have those guys that can be, a, you know, emergency tackles especially. Last year, you know, we had some issues when that got dinged up a couple of times and, you know, guys coming off the bench didn't help the cause pretty much. So if we had guys with that experience inside, outside, you know, like I said, like a Leatherwood or Cosme, um, those two guys who were tackles projected maybe guards, and, but they have that flexibility of mm-hmm. moving them around. So if we have first two um, offensive linemen off the board, if you can get like you know um, get those guys off the board, that would be very helpful. So hopefully they go that route. Yeah. And then after that, then then after that's just cherry picking. And we're talking about cornerback. I mean, cornerback again. I know the defense. I don't know the defense that well to understand, but I'm 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 reading that. And no, we don't need a guy to play tight coverage. You don't need like a man guy. You need more of a guy that can play off. So you know, there's a lot of cornerbacks out there who, you know, people they, they don't have highlights because they're not, you know, they're not sticking to guys like Glue, but they're keeping everything in front of them. They're breaking up passes. So I think they're pretty yeah. deep on the the those types of corners, maybe in the third and and later on. So, you know, hopefully we pick up some guys like that along the line. You know, there's a, there's a one guy yeah. from uh, Central Arkansas that was a uh, he was the one guy who uh, I think he got the interception against Lance when they had that one game for Lance, but. There's, that guy's, there's a lot of quarterbacks all over the country playing in smaller programs who, um, yeah. from a, a, a testing standpoint, a lot of those guys tested through the roof and um, have talent also. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a guy from Appalachian State, uh, Shamir Charles. Hey, that guy's, yeah, he, yes. I mean, he, he led the, le, yeah, led the league yeah, in pass breakups, but no one's talking about him.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of guys. I mean, I know the Jets are are linked to a guy, uh, Sean Wade, from uh, Ohio State, I believe it is. Uh, He's a corner that a lot of people say that they like. So we'll see going forward. But like you said as well, the cornerback position needs to be addressed. And I didn't, you know, really think that we were probably going to get there until probably the third round or something like that. But my final question Mm -hmm. before I let you go is when you look at this situation, you look at this draft, how many players coming out of this draft need to be starters Mm -hmm. immediately to consider this draft a success by Joe Douglas?
9: Oh, well, all of them should start. That'd be great. But realistically, um, <laughs> if we get four, I think because I think he might get if he if he stacks up, guys who can start in the first four picks, and then that fifth pick in okay. the third could be like a luxury pick, maybe a project, and then after that, you know, there's going to be if he picks the kicker out of Florida, who's like the top kicker at some point later on, that's a starter. But no one's going to count that guy. Uh, like Man was a great pick last year, the punter, but everyone kind of you know, yeah. shifted that until the guy was, like, you know dropping guys left and right on punt coverage because our guys couldn't cover anybody. So he's the only guy out yeah. there doing anything. So I think if we can go ahead and get four guys out of the first five, I'd be satisfied and then see what else they can develop. And then don't forget the guys from last year who are still kind of sitting around. We have Cameron Clark on the offensive line. Yep. The guy is on the side of a milk carton. They drafted that guy. Yep, Zuniga, Morgan, a- yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, these guys, a lot of questions of what's going on. Zuniga, I was excited about, but we didn't really see him play. Clark, you know, he yeah. only had a little bit of video out there. He looked good in the video, but, you know, we'll see what happens. If those, some of those guys can develop, then that's going to put us in a good situation for the later-round guys to kind of come through and develop. And then, you know, we're, we're loaded down for, for 2022 for picks also. The only problem I have is yeah. that Miami keeps having they keep outgunning us with picks. So, you know, they're yeah, in the absolutely. division. We just always have so many more picks, so we can't really get – you know, get careless with what we have because one false move, it's, it's a real tough division. If you want to look at this it, division is going to be a premier yeah. division next few years. You know, we're in the thick of things. If Joe could turn us around, you know, we have a great opportunity to to be one of the leaders in this division, and it's going to be a tough division. So see what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Listen, Bill, you had a fire call tonight.
4: Give him a hand,
1: everybody.
4: Always a pleasure You're catching to it.
1: it. Yeah. After, and again, thank you for calling in. Listen, man, like you said as well, uh, the Dolphins, and I, I keep bringing them up, the Dolphins are really putting things together, and they're moving around and making trades, and they're picking up capital that's going to continue to make them good for years to come. But listen, man, I got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, Bill. It's always good to speak to with you. You have a good night, my friend. Hey, take care, man. Right, you have a good one. Listen, Bill calling in with the fire as usual, man, the absolute fire. He brought it. I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. This is one heck of a show, man. There was so much fire spit on this show by a lot of people. We went back and forth. We had a lot of debates. Uh, for me, my final prediction at two, I think the New York Jets shocked the world. I think they shock everybody and take Justin Fields at number two. <laughs> you know, that that's my prediction. That's what I got. Um, you know, so I think they take Justin Fields at two. I think at 23 they take Vera Tucker, and I think in the second round at pick number 34, I think we end up with Creed Humphrey. That's who I think we end up taking. So, you know, a lot of predictions, a lot of debate, a lot of stuff to be had. Again, no matter where you're watching me from, please like the stream, please subscribe, um, you know, please follow the stream, please share the stream as well. It's always greatly appreciated. So I'm going to go ahead and close the show out, folks. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ00030. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issue. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Makai Beckton jersey on at all times, all right? I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. That's Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Um, Please subscribe to the channel there. Give my videos a thumbs up. Turn your notifications. And if you want to troll me in the comments, no issues. I'll troll you right back. I'll go right back and forth with you, all right, folks? And as always, people, when you see me in person, all right, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? The hugs are absolutely free. They'll cost you absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Anyone that tells you any different is is not telling you the truth. They're telling you a straight lie. The hugs will always remain free. So I want to thank you folks for watching. I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you people, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to listen and watch the show, all right? You folks have a good one. Peace.